Welcome to the Wing Edge Podcast. Today we're joined by New Zealand trainer Andrew Forsman, who is in partnership with Murray Baker, and they're back on Australian shores to raid our big races. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Good morning. Firstly, Madison County. He's one of the more intriguing runners on the Rose Hill card. Um, he's already a Group 1 winner this year, but it hasn't really been smooth, smooth sailing this prep, has it? No, it hasn't at all. Um, obviously, he was under office of sale to Hong Kong. That fell through. And, yes, yeah, since then, things haven't quite gone to plan. It's just meant he's missed vital races. Uh, had to obviously run for the shuffle, but a letter in the Randwick Gillies, um, where he acquitted himself very well. And then, yeah, missed a run we wanted to be a part of last weekend. Were you looking forward to um, to taking on the Autumn Sun, or is it a blessing in disguise that uh, you weren't able to? Yeah, well, look, I mean, I guess the track was very testing, and that could have really knocked him around. That's probably the one blessing to come out of it. But we'd love to have seen how he measured up. We thought on his first up run, knowing the improvement gets taken off the back of that, but uh, we felt he really could have been competitive, but it was a shame not to see him get his chance. And has, has, has he missed any work from that little mishap, or is it all, uh, all okay? No, nah, all's fine. He hasn't missed any work. He hasn't been sore on it at all. I mean, even on the day when they bedded him, um, he wasn't necessarily sore. I suppose just a little bit of work on the rub that he had on his hip was just superficial, but probably not a bad look, I suppose, as punters had invested. And um, they let him go around and he performed poorly. It probably wasn't a good look. So it was just one of those things, unfortunately. And the run in the Ramwick Guineas was, was, was super. Um, Tommy Berry would have been pretty, pretty pleased with the run. What was his feedback after, after they came back? Yeah, he was wrapped. And probably one of his first comments was 2,000 should be spot on for him. So that gave us a lot of confidence, knowing that he hadn't run for a while. And the way he attacked the line, especially that last 200, um, no, we were really, really happy with that. And, Obviously, knowing that he had big improvement to make, um, but he had made it. So the gallops post the Randwick really have been better again. Um, so you know we're we're very comfortable where he's at. And you've uh, done the Talek Australian Derby double before with John Snow a couple of years back. Does he fit the same profile, or are you thinking he might be a Doncaster horse? Yeah, probably a, a, a different profile altogether. Obviously, um, John Snow had run the New Zealand Derby. It was always coming over from Italy and at the um, Australian Derby. Um, so he was, we knew he was proven at the 2400, whereas with Madison County, he set to progress, race beyond a mile. We know he's effective at a mile. We're hoping he can at least take that to 2000 and really depends on what he does uh, on Saturday, but whether it gives us confidence to press on and, and make the late payment for a Derby or we decide that he might be better suited for the Doncaster. And the biggest danger in the market appears to be another New Zealand runner um, in a twinkling who ran well in the New Zealand derby. Is he the biggest danger in your eyes? Or Yeah, he and um, a platinum has made it another Kiwi. We know that they can probably both handle or should handle the off track. Um, I'm probably going to be slow at this. And then I'll see Dalton running. Um, got good solid form um, and yeah outside of those three I guess there is a fair bit of a tail for the race um, so yeah they are probably the three big dangers in our mind and from the wide gate I assume he'll be back in the uh, second half of the field again yeah well uh, that's his pattern I don't think there's any need to try and change that um, the worry is getting having to go right back from barrier 10 you do leave yourself open to tempo and how things have been packed it up front there doesn't seem to be much speed at all in the race um, but I, I don't 
much. I don't think he's a horse that needs a, a strong tempo to be able to flick it. Um, just Tommy's going to have to pick his moment and to win the right time is to put him in the race. What's his? Um, what's the best surface for him? Do you think? Um, obviously, the heavy track's okay for him, but is he more effective on the on the drier surface? That's really hard to know. His best performances have been on probably reasonable tracks. Um, when he won the Guineas in, uh, at Riverton before Christmas, that was an off track that day, and he, he topped that pretty well. Um, it was a good track today. He won a, another Group One mile at Trentham. He trialled up. Um, he won a really start as a two-year-old on a slow track. And I remember him trialling, coming into the spring, he trialled up on a very track at Avondale one day, um, probably as testing as you get. And he actually really handled that a lot better than what I thought he would. He trialled up really well and beat all the horses that day. So, um, look, I'd hate to say, given also the way he's worked on running at the ground this week, that the track would trip him up. I think he should handle it. And last week you had Vinda Dance and Zakata. They were both in the stewards' report with a slow recovery. How, how have they pulled up and what's the plan? Is, is Vinda Dance still going to head to the Sydney Cup? Yeah, that's the intention. That's obviously why we brought them over. Um, they'll both run in the Chairman Saturday week with the intention of backing up into the Sydney Cup. Obviously both very disappointing. But I think Vinda Dance, you probably forget, he was called wide and raised quite keenly. And in that sort of ground, you just can't do that. Um, so he was obviously found wanting for that reason, whereas the Carter, we thought, should probably handle the ground. Had a good run in the race and was one of the first ones to put under pressure, really. So he was a bit of a head-scratcher. He can be a little bit in and out um, with his form, um, but uh, probably a looser winner track might suit him, if anything. But no, we're both, both very disappointed. Can't hold the way they've come through it. And look, looking further ahead, you've got the chosen one nominated for the derby. Um, he ran midfield in the New Zealand derby. And is he running tomorrow at Ellerslie? Um, he goes around tomorrow at Awapuni. There's group three for two, uh, three-year-olds over 2,000. Uh, but probably, probably left, left his run a bit short to get over here and compete the derby. He'd have to be probably very competitive. Now, and they probably winning quite well uh, tomorrow to consider that option. He might be more... A Brisbane horse that he measured up. Um, he was a little bit unlucky in our derby, but we could have left him in just in case. Um, and there is a filly coming over, uh, Clementina, who was an unlucky four in our Oaks, so she'll run the Adrian Knox Saturday weekend. And Rubira runs tomorrow as well with a name to the, to the Oaks? No, Rubira won't come over. We've decided probably not the right thing to do. While she probably would have handled the wet tracks over here, she's probably just taken a little bit of time to get over her trip to Trentham and running in the Oaks, so we'll give her a little bit of an easy time of it and probably look forward for a bit with her as well. It must be a real juggling act trying to work out which horses are the best fit for these type of races. When does all of the planning start for, for an Aussie assault? Yeah, I mean, obviously Murray's had years of experience in doing it and he has got a good knack of finding the right horse to bring. Um, so that's just something I've sort of um, gone along with really and reaped the benefits of. But um, obviously we sort of decide going into our feature races normally on the day or you know, we talk about going into a derby or an oaks if the horses perform and run up to a certain level then we consider them good enough to bring over and have a go here. So that's, that's normally how we approach it. Um, and, you know, often it has worked out, but it's never easy, and it's, it's often, you know, you don't make the right call, but at this level, it's, you know, you can be wrong, but you've got to have a go and um, not be too intimidated. 
And, and you've been with Murray for quite some time now. What's what's your background in racing, and how did how did the partnership come about? Um, I first started with Murray on a part-time basis. My first job um, at basically school or university was doing uh, camera work or camera operating at the track side, which was the racing channel back at home. Uh, that was only a few days a week. I approached Murray, of all people, happy to be home. Um, if I could put on the hours working for him in the morning. Um, that was about 17 odd years ago, I think. I worked for him at track side, sort of doing both jobs for about seven or eight years and then got the real bug for the, the training or, you know, the, the hands-on horse side of it and just wanted to make a full-time go of it with Murray and the other side he sort of agreed to take over from when he that off when he came over to Sydney and, um, yeah, I guess the rest is how it's worked out, really. And obviously you lean on Murray a lot for, um, well, like you said, to come over, come over to Australia. What else do you, do you learn under, uh, under his watch? Thanks, Andrew, for your time, mate, and good luck tomorrow with Madison County and for the rest of the carnival.